Welcome to day five, the fifth day of Christmas. And today we are going to celebrate Thomas a Beckett, Saint Thomas a Beckett. And excuse the noise of the boiler in the background. It's so cold. I'm hoping for snow tonight. Yes. Thomas Beckett was um, Archbishop of Canterbury from 1162 until his murderous martyrdom in 1170. He provoked the probably apocryphal statement placed on the lips of Henry II, who said, allegedly, will no one rid me of this turbulent priest? He was a thorn in Henry's flesh. And more on that later. Thomas exhibited excellence in office, a theme that I really hope to return to time and time again in 2021. The idea that excellence defines us. Um, I believe all successful businesses and those of us who think entrepreneurially will have to think in terms of excellence again in 2021 to really define us, give us a distinction between us and the competition because there will be a lot of competition in certain areas. His diligent service, a bit like Joseph to Pharaoh, a bit like Moses to Pharaoh and a bit like Daniel to the kings of Babylon, his diligent service led him to be recommended for the post of Lord Chancellor to Henry II. And he did an excellent, brilliant job for Henry II. Placed in this role, he was very, very good at raising money for the king. Hey, that's a good way to get the king's favour, isn't it? Clearly putting the king as his first priority. We think that the king expected to have Thomas continue with that passion to have the king as his priority when Becket became Archbishop of Canterbury. Top job. Uh, however, Becket went through more of a paradigm earthquake than a paradigm shift. More of a jump to the left than a gentle step to the right. Uh, when he became a devoted aesthetic, uh, not aesthetic, ascetic. I have to pronounce that properly. Aesthetic is when you appreciate beauty. Ascetic is these people that don't like sensual enjoyment. You can't be a boozer like yours truly. Um, you live a frugal life and you basically give up everything to pursue spiritual enlightenment. Yes, I think it was a bit of a shock to his old set of friends and allies. Anyway, he becomes Archbishop of Canterbury and the games begin. Beckett's priorities shifted drastically when he found him and he found himself at odds with the secular interests of the state and of the king and of his government. Clash. The king wanted Beckett gone. And whilst he may never actually have said, will no one rid me of this turbulent priest? The sentiment was definitely the king's. Uh, misreading this as an invitation to slay Beckett four nights, popped off to Canterbury to bring Beckett to order. And when he would not come to order, they went and got their swords and armour from outside the church, outside the cathedral, and um, murdered Beckett most brutally. I don't think there's a gentle murder, but he was murdered most brutally in the cathedral while the monks were about to sing Vespers. Ooh. Much is to be learned, therefore, on this fifth day of Christmas about diplomacy and values and career choices. I believe 2021 is the ideal year for many of us to have a scratchy chin moment mm. and to make a drastic and dramatic jump 
to the left. If time was warped in 2020, and wasn't it just, was it not like wading through treacle? If time was warped in 2020, we can dance our way to a better future in 2021 with some effort. Many, many people simply do not want to go back to where they were left where they left off. They don't want to go back to the jobs they were doing. They don't want to go back to that routine of what they were doing. They've tasted a freedom. Beckett resigned his role as Chancellor and pursued a life free from the clamouring greed of mammon. Ultimately, the shift of values cost him his life. So perhaps wisdom is called for. I remember the first time I got fired I was, it was after studying a really quite good book by Ken and Kate Back called Assertiveness at Work. Nice bit of ambiguity there. Uh, the manager I was working for was, well, I'll let you fill in the blanks. Imagine the worst manager you ever had and then project that feeling onto the manager I had at key training. Well, this witch was a bully and I didn't like it. And so I asserted myself according to the model I thought in the book. The feedback I got was bye-bye. <laughs> I got sacked. Now, it's not quite as final and as dramatic as martyrdom, but it hurt and it cost us a lot. And I'm sure I could have handled the situation more diplomatically. So let's revisit our values and our aspirations and our ambitions with clarity of mind and singleness of purpose as we move towards 2021. But let us jump to the left, if we are going to jump to the left, gently and with grace. Steve Jones, motivational mapper and master of motivation, my tutor, my sensei when it comes to motivational mapping, shared a story with me this year that really resonated. He told about a barrister who excelled in office as Thomas a. Beckett had excelled as chancellor. When his motivational map was produced and, and revealed the truth, it was clear that he was motivated by all three growth motivators, which is the creator, the need to be able to express oneself creatively, the spirit, the need for freedom, to make one's own decisions, to manage one's own diary, and the searcher, this search for meaning and purpose and doing things which are worthwhile. Steve asked him what degree of creative expression he had in his current role. He said, none. I have back-to-back -back cases and I just need to churn through them. What degree of freedom did he have? He said, none. My diary is managed for me. Boom, 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 boom. There is no freedom. It's almost as if the decisions were made for him. And then the final one was, how meaningful is your role? And he said, this is the worst. It's a nightmare. I am helping known criminals get off because of the skill of his uh, oratory, etc., and the, his argument as a barrister, he was getting felons off. And that was really disturbing for him. Mm. He hated it. Now, here's the thing. If this man had resigned his role and gone to a recruitment expert, the recruitment expert, of course, would have taken his skills and talents and track record and would have got him another job as a barrister. But fortunately, there was a fate far better in store, far better than martyrdom for this barrister. Pursuing his motivators rather than his gifts and talents, this man became a landscape gardener. <laughs> <laughs>
there he had creative expression, there he had freedom, and there he had a life full of meaning. It's a bit Monty Python-esque, isn't it? You know, I didn't really want to work in a pet shop, I wanted to be a lumberjack. Well, it may be that a new career, possibly as a lumberjack, awaits you in 2021 if you have the courage and braveness to pursue it and perhaps understand more about your motivators, which I can help you with. You may have a new career founded on a deeper, a rediscovery of deeper magic of more profound values. As Kim Searle says, be more you, discover more about you and be more you. So as we celebrate the feast on the fifth day of Christmas of Thomas a Beckett, let's remember he was martyred for what he believed in. And remember it takes more courage to actually live the life of what we believe in than to be martyred for it. I don't want to wish to disrespect his martyrdom. He knew where he stood. But I think with wisdom and diplomacy, we can have our cake and eat it, especially on a feast day. See you tomorrow for the sixth day of Christmas. Courage, mon brave.